I think when somebody's ready to jump into a new business, right? You have to treat it like a new business, not like a hobby, right? And so some of the biggest mistakes, if they don't have a solid set of, you know, a pathway to know exactly how to do this, you know, get the right mentors, get the right education, either be us or somebody else, get the right education before you go into this thing. That is what I feel most people lack that try to do something. I don't care if it's this or anything else is they need the right mentors have gone, that have gone before them, made all the mistakes, because trust me, Dave's made all the mistakes. That's how, that's why he's such a great teacher right now is because he knows what, he knows just as much as what not to do than what to do, right. you know, um, which makes him a master. Because if you know both sides of that equation, you become really good at what you're doing. And I think if anybody's gonna take a business serious, jump in with two feet, get the help you need, so you don't go it alone. It's going to shorten your learning curve. And that I feel is the biggest mistake that some people do. They try to, they hear this guy's doing this, this guy's doing that. It's this easy. It's that simple when it really isn't. It's just a business and you have to understand every facet of it, every aspect of it, and you have to get good at all of it. You know, that, that I think is, is critical as well. Welcome to the Million Dollar Equation Podcast a podcast about the easiest, fastest way to build a million-dollar business based on the best-selling book, The Million Dollar Equation. If you love business, each episode reveals all of the core fundamental essentials for growth. Now, here's your host, Rochelle Shaw. I'm back. It's Rochelle again and my new friends. So these guys, I don't know for, for, for forever, like everybody else, but <laughs> I have been intrigued <laughs> and more intrigued with what they are doing. And I said, you know what? Here's something that anybody can participate in. And once I realized that, then I knew that they needed to be in my summit and be able to explain how things work. So what these guys do is that they work in luxury Airbnb. So if you've ever thought about getting your old house or getting a new one and putting it in Airbnb, today we're going to ask them those questions so they can tell us yes or no or hell no, don't do that. Because that's what we always want to know. So I'd like to introduce my, my new friends, Jerry and Dave. Say hi, everybody. Hey, everyone. Hey, thanks for having us, Rochelle. Oh, yeah. it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. So, Jerry, you know, I know that you guys are partners in this venture and you guys are just crushing it right now in the market. But tell me how you kind of got started. What what happened? What made yeah, you no, say, this is great. jump thank in this one? Yeah, thank you so much. You know, I um, I've had a career in helping entrepreneurs for that probably goes back to 30 years. And um, I've been uh, working with entrepreneurs, you know, the whole time. And I, I met Dave about 15, 16 months ago and he was involved in this luxury short-term vacation rental industry i happened to have a client at the time that was doing it on a smaller level with regular homes and really just hosting homes uh, renting out a room a shed you know these types of things and making extra money where entrepreneurs if they have a property or i'm sorry homeowners who have a property could just rent out a room and make some extra cash right so i was very intrigued by the space and then a mutual friend of ours uh, of Dave and ours introduced us and um, my skill sets really matched up to what Dave was trying to accomplish. He wanted to get the word out um, to a larger uh, market that luxury home is the place to be, where you can take one property without even owning it 
and generate $100,000 in profit with just one property you don't even own. And I thought, wow, that is that is cool. That is that is a business opportunity. That reminds me of like franchising, right? Uh, it reminds me of, hey, you can buy a business or get into a business and really set yourself free if you can learn a proven system on how to do it. And since this is my fifth educational company uh, that I have founded, I felt let's put my skill sets in, in education on how to you know, do, do live events, educate students and help students really grow to another place along with Dave's content and expertise in the real estate space. I thought, wow, this couldn't be better. So we tested it. We tested it last April. Uh, not this April, but April of 2018, we did our first event in uh, in Scottsdale, Arizona. We had like 45 people that showed up and it was an absolute success, but I wasn't convinced, you know, I was like, wow, people really love this, you know? And so we did it again in May and we had the exact same result. And I knew I had something at that point and the rest is history, right? <laughs> the rest is history. We just completed our eighth event. Uh, we're moving, uh, we're going to be doing our ninth event coming up here in August, which is really exciting. It, you know, I have, I think that so many people are intrigued by just the concept, you know, I don't know if I really want them in my house, but the fact that you said that you don't even have to own it is now I'm like, okay, Dave, tell me, how does this work <laughs> that you don't even have to own it? How is that possible? You know, uh, it's mind-boggling to me, you know, still that I've been able to do this and achieve it and people don't ask for my credit, they don't ask for money, and you sit down and you talk to them and you're like, okay, so let me get this straight. You're going to take my house, then you're going to turn it into this vacation rental, and then you're going to pay me money, right? So, I mean, there's different ways to deal structure a house. It could be a form of a lease, uh, a form of a a low strategy or a done for you strategy where we're just basically working for the homeowner and generating a lot of excess cash for the property. We could do uh, seller wraps and carries and all sorts of creative things. We can pull cash out of a property. So not only do we uh, take over the property, but we get paid to take the property and then we get paid to, get to manage the property. So there are so many different nuances that you can do. Just got to be able to find the right ones, right? And that's the key. You know, you want to do it in the right area and find the right properties. Oh, I love that. I love that. And so you jumped right in just with giving so much value. But but explain to, you know, everybody, you know, who you are and how you have so much knowledge in this industry. Okay. Well, I, I kind of fell into this. I've, I've been in the real estate on and off in different marketing aspects, uh, building aspects, rehab aspects for the last 30 years. And uh, it really came, came to the point when... Someone came to me and said, Dave, why don't you turn your all these houses into vacation rentals? And I never thought about it. I know I had taken a vacation. We loved it. And after thinking about it and studying the market for about six months, I said, you know what? This makes sense. I hired a professional that really knew what they were doing, and they almost put us out of business. So I said, you know what? If I am going to do this, I'm going to learn how to do it right. And that's what we end up doing. And... The rest is pretty much history. We, we started marrying all the concepts that we used to have in the fit, the fix and flip business on no money down strategies, uh, ways to control people's property without buying them yourself. And 
I said, wow, if I could marry that strategy with the no money down strategy with all the income approach from the short term rentals, it's like blowing something up, right? It just, it just takes. So, uh, that's what we ended up doing in our first property. We were able to generate close to $210,000 in less than six months. And that was like, could probably only generate six grand a month in a lease. Right. So you do the math and start looking at those numbers and you're like, you got something. Yeah. So when I decided, you know, let's go into a full time and look up with Jerry. Wow. Wow. Well, I, you know, I'm, I'm trying not to just close my mouth and, oh my gosh, <laughs> because I think that, that so many folks, you know, think of it as, as just a, oh, who wants this hundred dollars? It's such a, such a headache. And you've just flipped it for me. Because you're talking right, about yeah. a true opportunity that's nothing like let's rent this back room and have right. somebody coming and traipsing into the house. So so I know that you talked about luxury a little bit. So that's not the type of house that you're you're not looking for a regular standard um, uh, three bedroom, two bath that you would be looking for in a flip, right? You're looking for something else. Most of them are because I don't want to be competing against the fix and flippers, which are, are doing the, the cookie cutter three bedroom, two bath, or the ones for $100,000, $200,000 homes. These are a little bit higher in the $700,000 to maybe three to $4 million homes. Okay. So you're, you're in a different league. You don't have the same competition and you're talking at, you know, at a different level with people. So if you sit down and you really think about it logically, it makes perfect sense for them to make the make the switch. A lot of them are in trouble where they, they haven't been able to sell the home for maybe a year, year and a half. They're getting frustrated. Let's fire the realtor and do something different. So that's what we, we call ourselves. We, we call ourselves the, the plan B approach. So we go in, we're your plan B. If you can't do this, let's jump on board. I love it. I, I, I mean, that, that makes so much sense. Um, so what do you think that, what, what's the big hesitation for, for normally the owner of the property originally? Like, do, do they hesitate or is it just, look, I'm gonna show you the numbers, I'm gonna show you how you can really, you know, change this around and get the cash flow that you need? Or what, what, what is their big objection? Well, the big objection is, of course, they wanna sell the property, right? So, hey, I wanna sell it, do you have the cash? If you don't have the cash, let's find someone else. Well. I show them, well, we can have the cash and we can generate the cash right through your home. And if they sit down long enough to go through it logically, I said, you can sit the house, or, you know, continue to sell the house and not have another buyer for another year. Or we can do it this way. I can pay you handsomely each and every month at the end of 12 months. If we hit the numbers, we can sell it out to one of our 1031 investors. And at that point you cash out I continue to do what I do with the investor and the property owner is gone. Wow. Wow. Now that, that, that makes like so much sense. Thank you so much for listening to my passion project and the million dollar equation podcast of what you're hearing. If you like it, I love it. <laughs> so click the subscribe button to get each week your new favorite episode. How 
long, yeah. like when you when you do take the property, how long do you normally hold it? Is it is it an individual thing or do they just, you know, every time it changes? Every time it does change because we start marking the property after six months and we may have an investor within two or three months thereafter. It may take us another year to find that investor because we still need to build the cash flow in the case for the house. Every house is totally unique. Try to get only luxury homes that are in our in our wheelhouse. And what I mean by that is it's in the right, right area. It's got the right curb appeal. It's got the right wow factor. It doesn't, it, you know, when people come to me and say, can you do it with my house? We have to look at it. If it doesn't fit all our parameters, we have to take a pass. So it does also have to be in the strategic locations where A, it's legal, B, it's in a destination area, right? We want to have people that want to come here, not where we have to figure out a way to get them here. So, right. uh, so that's what we try to do. So, so, so maybe, you know, Fresno, California is not the, the number one place, right? Hmm. No, no, Fresno is a hot area, but it's certainly not one that I would probably vacation at. Okay, okay. so it's normally a destination. Sorry, Jerry, you were saying? Yeah, Rochelle, that's based on research, you know. We we really have to look up the area to really make that decision. If it's got enough traffic, um, you know, from a standpoint of vacationers, you know, even though we call this a short-term vacation rental industry, uh, people are using properties uh, you know, uh, corporate corporate retreats are being held at these homes, right? Masterminds are being held at these homes. Uh, people use them for weddings and, you know, bar mitzvahs and birthday parties and all kinds of things. So it's not just vacation anymore. Uh, I am part of a couple of business masterminds myself, and one of them is held at the Ritz-Carlton in Orlando. And, you know, I can stay there for four days with a group of, you know, CEOs. It costs me, you know, close to $2,000. Or I can team up with three of my buddies and rent, uh, you know, a condo right down the street, and we can we can spend, you know, a, a fourth of that, you know, and we all have this beautiful three bed, three bathroom, you know, place to stay in. So the same thing is happening on the on the larger homes um, where they're coming in to do masterminds and business corporate retreats or relocations. It's fantastic. So it's more than just vacation, but we do look for that traffic that's coming into the area. Got it. So are you, um, do you focus on to not just finding the right property, but this is probably for you, Jerry, the, the marketing too of it and making sure that it's out there. Cause you know, it seems like every time I jump on an Airbnb or, or any of them that there's just so many to choose from. So do you help, yeah. you know, with standing out? Yeah, hundred percent. So, you know, at the end, at the end of the day, once you, once you've located the perfect property and you negotiated the perfect, you know, strategy around the house with the homeowner, because uh, like Dave was alluding to, there's many different ways that we do a deal with the homeowner. It could be a straight lease. It could be what we call a done for you, where we just market the house. Um, and, um, and, you know, they, they collect all the money and they just pay us a marketing fee. There's a, a, you know, like a hybrid approach where it's a combination of both. So there's many, many ways we can do a, a deal with, with a, a particular homeowner. Once we do that, now the next step is to really get this property listed on all the platforms. So you've got VRBO, uh, Airbnb, Expedia, Booking.com, and about 40 other sites that this property could be hosted on so that you've got eyeballs all over the world searching for your property. Now, the listing has to make sense, the pictures have to make sense, 
you've got to know how to write copy. Uh, we're, you know, at the end of the day, we're a marketing company and we know exactly how to market the listings so that we get top reviews. Uh, Dave's uh, properties and our students' properties are amongst the highest rated in the areas in which they're, 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 they're at, like especially in Scottsdale and Phoenix area where our properties are rated like in the top 1% um, because of our marketing, um, you know, uh, our marketing skill sets. Oh, that's perfect. So with, with that, you know, what do you think the biggest mistakes that people make when they try to just jump into this business without knowing what to do? <laughs> Dave, you want to take that? Or do you want me to take yeah, that? Yeah. They all make, make, make such big mistakes. Hey, they, the, as soon as they get a house, if they get a house, right? The pictures, they don't take a whole lot of time in, in thought process on the pictures. Online, it's it, online is a beauty contest, right? People see, that's the first thing you see. If you don't have gorgeous pictures and it's not laid out properly in the right presentation, people are gonna pass on it. That's the that's the number one pe mistake people make. Second is their pricing. They have no idea what the, what the pricing strategy is. So they either undercut the market because they're gonna try to buy the, buy the, the list, the, the bookings, or they put them so high they never get booking. So it's very critical that you have both of those factors working for you and then they don't respond, right? That's the, the third and probably the most valuable uh, aspect. You've got to respond in record time. Generally, I try to respond within five to 10 minutes of an inquiry. This, this assures me, A, I'm taking care of my customer before they leave. And if you engage with them, you can get them booked right then. And most people wait an hour, two hours, three hours, or sometimes days to get back to people. Wow. Well, because they're running their, their own lives, right? Not right. really thinking about what's best for the customer. But, sure. You know, at the end of the day, the customer needs to always be the first person. So I, I always giggle and, and I don't care what business that I've helped and that I go in to help. You know, we start there with, okay, well, how are you handling the customers you already have? Right. right. And sure. they all tell you that, oh, we're great at customer <laughs> service. And then it's like, no, you're not. <laughs> right? That that's not really what's going on. Well, here's the phone call that I heard your receptionist. You know, right. oh, and this is what happened when I tried to, you know, send something to you on social media, and I didn't get anything for three days, and you know, all of those things that that um, I think that so many folks think it has to be complicated, and it's not. It's those basics that they screw up on, which keep them from, you know, making those real big millions that they want to. So I, I love the concept, and, and you're so right with with anybody can do it, but so many people make those mistakes. You know, they just yeah. throw one. And even when I looked at one in Mexico, I was like, well, I don't want to stay there. Like, it, there's nothing fun and exciting about staying there. Right, right. You no, know, 100%. and the one that we picked, they had um, decorated the table with margarita glasses and, and streamers and stuff like that. So it's like, I it was fun myself there. Right. Yeah, like, exactly. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to add to what Dave said, because we see this from two sides of the equation. I think when somebody's ready to jump into a new business, right? you have to treat it like a new business not like a hobby right and so some of the biggest mistakes if they don't have a solid set of you know a pathway to know exactly how to do this you know get the right mentors get the right education either be us or somebody else 
get the right education before you go into this thing. That is what I feel most people lack that try to do something. I don't care if it's this or anything else, is they need the right mentors have gone that have gone before them, made all the mistakes, because trust me, Dave's made all the mistakes. That's how that's why he's such a great teacher right now, is because he knows what he knows just as much as what not to do than what to do. Right. You know, um, which makes him a master. Because if you know both sides of that equation, you become really good at what you're doing. And I think if anybody's going to take a business serious, jump in with two feet, get the help you need so you don't go it alone. It's going to shorten your learning curve. And that, I feel, is the biggest mistake that some people do. They try to, they hear, this guy's doing this, this guy's doing that. It's this easy. It's that simple. When it really isn't. It's just a business. And you have to understand every facet of it, every aspect of it. And you have to get good at all of it. You know, that, sure. that I think is, is critical as well. Oh, you're so, you're so right. You know, I, even um, one of the things that that's, I think Dave had mentioned earlier is that, you know, you have to even make sure that you can, you can do what you want to do in the area. Like in, in some parts of Vegas, like it's banned now because yeah, some of correct. the older homes and the older people that have lived here for years, you know, are like, oh no, this was a party, you know, yeah. we were asleep by nine o'clock every night. And that's when the party just starts. And so they've now, um, uh, um, banded in certain areas and you have to be out of the city in order to do it here in Vegas. And so knowing that before you even get started, I think is a, is a really big thing. But yeah, as you said too, Jerry, you know, most folks, I think that they don't treat, treat any of it as a business. Right. You know? They they just think it as a oh it's a hobby. Well as long as it's a hobby then no you're not gonna Yeah, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. especially especially in our space. You know, you may get away with that by renting out a room or a shed or a garage <laughs> or maybe even a, a small lease on a on a you know hundred or two hundred thousand dollar home. But when you're in the luxury space like we are and you're dealing with houses usually over seven hundred thousand up into two, three, four million dollars. Um, you're talking about a different business. And remember when you come in there to negotiate a deal with a homeowner, you've got to come in there, you know, looking professionally, sounding professionally and really understanding your game. You got to be on your game, you know? And so that's why Dave and I have come together to build something around that. So that if somebody's interested, we can actually take them from A to Z and really understand the business and have success. Oh, that's so, that's so great. No, get, because I, I do watch folks just do it in a, Boy, you know, and they and yeah. what happens is that they don't stay in it long. So we had a um, a good friend of ours who bought um, a beautiful place down in Carlsbad, and I think they had it less than a year. You know, and they were they were begging yeah. on Facebook, please rent it, please rent <laughs> it. Yeah, and I'm like, uh oh, maybe they didn't do that right. And, and well, uh, it's so great. We just opened up offices in Carlsbad, so it's so neat. We're actually moving in this week, which is really exciting we have you know dave has his office in scottsdale i'm up here in temecula and we've had such a popular demand in the north county san diego region to learn this because it's a real you know san diego is a real you know vacation destiny place Absolutely. and people want to know it we've been running you know preview events and uh, you know, here for a while and, and people are just, when are you guys going to get an office, you know? And so we finally pulled the trigger on that and uh, we're excited. So if any of your, you know, your listeners, your, your followers want to stop by our office, they'll be able to do that now. Oh, that's going to be great. Cause they, they needed you, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they finally sold it, but it was, it was a beautiful, you know, six bedroom, five bath, 
And I think they thought that it was just going to be easy, just turn on the switch, you know, but they didn't right. listen to Dave. They, right. didn't, yeah. they, they didn't follow what he said to do. They just thought, oh, we're going to get this and it's going to, they, they were um, doing the math, right? Okay, well, if we can rent it out, you know, a hundred right. days and that's not, is that, well, let me ask right. you, is that what happened? Yeah, it is what happens, but but here's here's the uh, the real truth of the matter. It's all in the structure of your deal. I mean, a purchase model just doesn't make sense. It takes too long to recap your money and start making money. You have to really structure your deal correctly in order to start making money out of, out of the gate. And that's what we try to do is focus in on the deal structure first. I love that. And we want to make sure that the numbers all make sense. If they don't make sense, you got to run from the deal. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's like never. Next. You know? So when you first look at it, it's never buy immediately. So you say no. No, my gosh, my gosh. There's a lot of other variables that are in, in place. You have to just do them, do your homework, make sure you run the numbers, make sure it's in non-HOA, make sure it's it's in a it's a in a safe zone, okay? Because you don't want to do anything under the radar. You want to make sure that the that the occupancy rates are high enough uh, all year round to make it worthwhile. Oh, I love it. I absolutely love it. I, I'm just like uh, salivating. <laughs> just salivating. Hey, 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 MDE Nation. <laughs> Have you grabbed the original, the OG book, the book that started it all? The book, The Million Dollar Equation. That was my original passion project where everybody kept asking me, Michelle, tell me how you rebuilt back your million dollar business how in the world did you come back from losing it all how in the world did you do it and i sat and i spent two weeks and i wrote the million dollar equation so it sounds exactly how i talk if you put my voice to it while you're reading it you will feel the essence of me but you will also learn some really great valuable lessons on how to build your own million dollar business yep you can grab it right there on amazon well tell me tell me about your uh your absolute favorite client that you've ever had why don't you you know either do you want me to take that dave or do you want to take that yeah go ahead buddy all right i i think our favorite client is somebody who is so curious so um hungry hungry for financial success in their own personal life. Yeah. It's my favorite client because I just watch how they go through the material, how they train, how enthusiastic they are, and that they're just wanting to be a student. Like they have no ego. Like, you know, cause you know, a lot of times, you know, our industry attracts a lot of real estate professionals who've been flipping for 20 years or, you know, been wholesaling properties, or maybe they're even very, very successful in renting out, you know, in the long-term rental game, right? Because we've yeah. had those clients. And these these particular students that come, uh, God bless them, you know, because they've had a lot of success in the real estate space, but they think they know this particular industry. And just like any other variable within an industry, you still really need to know. And so a lot of times, um, our my favorite student is the one that just is willing to drop their ego and learn something new. So that's the first part. The second part, is really when they take action, you know, cause it's all about getting into action, right? You could blame uh, everybody for the lack of your success. 
you could justify your own you know misfortune in in any venture that you're willing to take but it's my favorite client is the one that just doesn't make excuses they just go do it they just take the nike slogan and they just do it but they do it strategically by getting the information and taking baby steps towards what they're about to try to accomplish and that's what makes them uh, not only a master but that's what makes them successful and so my favorite client from that perspective uh is 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 that is just a hungry person you know willing to step out of their comfort zone and you know become somebody that they may not be already yeah, and fo just follow the rules. You know, there's so many that it just drives me nuts when I go, okay, look, there's nine steps. You know, you can't skip any of them. And I don't right. care, you know, right. what it is. You, you can't skip it. You know, well, I don't <laughs> like to do that. Okay, well, if you don't like it, you know, you're never going to make it. I was just having a, um, a conversation argument kind of with people saying, you know, well, look, if you are a bad employee, can you be a great entrepreneur? And I was saying, no, you know, unless you fix those things that made you a bad employee, because, you know, right. truly entrepreneurship is about being consistent and disciplined yeah. and open and coachable and, and an implementer. Right. And so many folks want to, want to skip those things because they think they're too smart, too cool for school. Right. It, it happens. It just happens. And, you know, anytime I catch myself in, in something that I want to achieve or, figure out and I catch myself thinking I'm like a know-it-all and something I, I you know I got to step back and say wait a second maybe there's something I need to learn here right yeah. so it's important that we're we humble ourselves in that sense uh, especially when you're jumping into a new business you know I think it's critical in that sense so sure sure well I know that that they all want to learn more about it so down below they've got a webinar that you can jump on and learn really the strategies they've got a live event information of everything that you can do with with you'll see Dave you won't see Jerry though yeah. but you'll see Dave <laughs> <there>. <laughs> ready to just kind of show everybody how this works and that that's what's truly exciting about um, where we are I think today and the theme of this whole thing is about creating independence and really leveraging where we are and using what you have you know to get to where you really want to be and you guys are just crushing game and i'm so grateful to have you um here to share it all no thank you so much rochelle the the zoom is hanging up a little bit here to do right now right now for the last half of the year to just crush it to really get to the goal that they want to do what what is it what do you think yeah if they're if they're a small if they're a small business owner and um and you're you know you know you're running a small business i think you know we're looking at just completing now the the, the, the second quarter and moving into the third quarter you know for me and i'm just speaking for myself is really focusing on uh, where that revenue is, where to pick up that revenue for the, the third and the fourth quarter is critical. You're going into the summer months, so depending on what business it is, it could be, you know, seasonal type business. You want to make sure you can hold on to as much uh, resources you can and, and generate cash flow on a regular basis. I'm a I'm a big fan of that. Usually, the turn of the year, you're just setting up the goals and the systems in the first first quarter. You start building some momentum within the within the second quarter. And then in the third and fourth, you got to crush it on revenue, right? So that's what's going to help you grow the business. And it's interesting because, you know, when, when Dave and I first started, it was just us, you know, it was just the two of us. And then we grew a small team 
And now we have over 35 people, you know, somewhat associated to our, you know, company between vendors and employees and, um, you know, independent contractors. We've got like 35 people to, you know, that are working with us on a regular basis. So we're excited about the growth. And it's not just, you know, the Dave and Jerry show anymore. It's, it's much bigger than that. We have we brought on strategic partners. We brought on equity partners to help us really scale this thing you know, to a, to a really big company. And so uh, I'm, I'm thrilled, but my best advice, you know, for anybody that's an entrepreneur looking at their second quarter numbers and third quarters focus on cash flow and revenue. Yep. Love it. Love it. And Dave, what do you think? You know, if I was looking at this and I was saying, is this for me? Uh, I would look, ask myself a few questions. Number one, am I coachable? Number one, am I a self-starter? Can I do things on my own? And do I follow direction? If I can do these things and I can talk to individuals, go ahead and plug into this business. I mean, that's really what it takes. It takes someone that does have some communication skills because you have to get out and do it. We don't do it for you. We teach you how to do it. I would uh, strongly encourage anyone that fits those, those parameters to look at the business because it's the first business I've ever been in. When I've actually plugged in, I said, you know what? I'm financially free on one house. You don't need more than one house if you get the right house. Then you can build your empire any way you want, but you're in control. Your day is in, in control. Your circumstances aren't controlling yourself, but you finally got that dream life yeah. by just wanting property. So I tell anyone that comes in and starts doing it, even if it took you 90 days to get your first property, who cares, right? I think got control. Yeah, no, love it, love it, love it, love it, love it. Again, and I am so grateful. Michelle, you, know what's you know what's interesting is all the different types of clients that we have. You know, we have, um, you know, um, husband and wives that have a corporate job, you know, and they just want an extra, you know, 100K a year on the side that they can have fun with. And one of the best parts of our business, since we spend our time in the luxury space, is the fact that we get to use the property. You're gonna rent out a property maybe 60, 70% of the year. Guess what you get to use with the rest of the property? You get to use it for you and your family and your friends, and yeah. you get to hang out in these homes. And I showed you a home earlier before we did oh this gosh, interview. It was were, crazy, crazy, were, was crazy. So crazy. It was so crazy. We're like, wow, these are the houses you, you do? I was like, yep, that's what we do. <laughs> oh, that's awesome, that's awesome. Well, no, I, I know that they're all intrigued and I know that they're gonna click below. If they don't, you know, maybe this isn't for them, but if you really want financial freedom, this is a great way to do it. And of course, you know, real estate, um, there's lots of people out there, but just the fact that you don't have to own it, that, that sold yeah, me, you know, before. I was like, I, I fell in love with, I don't have to own it. <laughs> so that's, that's so Wonderful. great. Thank you guys so much. Oh, Thanks you're so absolutely thank you. Thank Michelle, you. thank you so much. Have a great fourth. Yeah, okay. Take care, everyone. Have a great holiday.